Hello, this is the Unspoken Life of the Military Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Allison. I'm a wife and mom of two little girls and two fur babies and a 20-year mill spouse veteran, so you know I have seen some things. This podcast is about creating connection and community while we navigate this crazy military life. Each week, I'll bring you practical tips and tactics, like how exactly do I pack out my house? What do I say to my kids when they're crying because daddy is gone again? And how do I make it through a deployment without losing my mind? And how the heck do I find and keep a job when we move every two to three years? We're gonna get into all the things. Look, I've seen and done a lot, but I don't have all the answers. So this isn't a look at me, I have it all figured out podcast. It's a come with me and we can figure it out together podcast. The military lifestyle is often very lonely and isolating. So let's build a community that moves with you wherever you go. Welcome to the unspoken life of the military wife. Hello, hello, and happy May. Oh my gosh. Is anybody else slightly freaking out? I don't know how the schools are where you are, but here in Colorado, schools are out May, what is it, 25th or something like that? That is not that far away, and I'm a little panicked about having the girls home all the time, and what the heck are we going to do? I think I might do an episode on that here shortly, because mama needs a plan. Type A, need a plan, need a plan, need a plan. Okay, so I thought that today we would talk about self-care, because next weekend is Mother's Day and Military Spouse Appreciation Day. With that in mind, let's kind of start from the top. May has a lot of military holiday. It's National Military Appreciation Month, the month of the military caregiver. There's Military Spouse Appreciation Day, Mother's Day, which isn't a military holiday, but it's still super important. Armed Forces Day, Children of Fallen Patriots Day, and then of course, Memorial Day. So there's a lot of stuff going on. But did you know, did you even know that there was a Military Spouse Appreciation Day? Because like legit did not know that was a thing until like two years ago. (laughs) But I thought, hey, this is a uh, podcast for military spouses. Maybe we should get into it just a little bit. So I did a little bit of recon so I could share kind of the basic gist of it and like the history of it. Super short though. So National Military Spouse Appreciation Day is a presidentially approved holiday. Nobody gets a day off, but that's okay. And it's celebrated on the Friday before Mother's Day in May. So this year, it's going to be on Friday, May 6th, which is this Friday, 2022. So here's the thing. I called this podcast the unspoken life of the military wife for a reason, because I want to talk about stuff that might not be popular. And this is one of those things that I don't know how it's going to come across, but I'm just going to say it anyways. I don't want to be like ungrateful and, you know, but... I'm just going to say that I think that it's a pile of poo <laughs> that Military Spouse Appreciation Day is on Friday and then Mother's Day is on Sunday because I don't know how it rolls down in your house, but I say to Michael, hey, Military Spouse Appreciation because he, you, they're not going to know unless you tell them. I'm like, hey, Military Spouse Appreciation Day is on Friday and he knows that Sunday is Mother's Day. And he's like, well, do you want that or do you want Mother's Day? Which one? You can't have both. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, <laughs> That's not fair. So I feel like we get gypped. So clearly, clearly, it was not a woman who made the decision (laughs) to put it the Friday before Mother's Day because, you know, I feel like we just get gypped. But 
you know, in all honesty, so I don't want to sound like ungrateful or anything, but because honestly, in, in my house anyways, and I hope that it's the same in your house, I really do feel appreciated. We get, you know, as male spouses, we get the short end of the stick so much. We get left with all the things to handle when when our spouse goes wherever they go, go to do their job. And it's not an easy job. So I, hands off, hats off, that's the thing, yes, to all of the other military spouses out there because our significant others seriously could not do their jobs if we were not holding down the front. So what we do is a big deal. And I think that we need to celebrate it. So how military spouse appreciation day became a thing was in 1984, the president at the time, Ronald Reagan recognized the profound importance of spousal commitment to the readiness and well-being of military members. And with proclamation 5184 dated on April 17th of 1984, it became a thing. So Congress officially made Military Spouse Appreciation Day a part of National Military Appreciation Month back in 1999. And then subsequently the Department of Defense. So there's the culprit. The Department of Defense standardized the date by declaring the Friday before Mother's Day every year as Military Spouse Appreciation Day to show appreciation for the sacrifices of military spouses. So there you have it. Celebrate us. Woohoo! Let's just celebrate us not on top of each other and spread spread the love, shall we? Spread the love. Okay. <laughs> so I thought that with Military Spouse Appreciation Day and Mother's Day happening this weekend, it would be a great time to do an episode on self-care because honestly, in a lot of the military groups that I'm in and things that I see on social media, self-care is a big deal for a lot of military spouses. We are pulled and spread very thin and it's hard sometimes to fill yourself back up. What is self-care actually, right? So it means essentially you're taking time to do things that help you live well and improve both your physical and mental health. When it comes to mental health, self-care can help you with lots of different things. So it can help you manage stress, it can help you not get sick as easily, and it can give you more energy, right? So even like little things in your daily life of self-care can have a really big impact, okay? So I think we've all heard the term you can't pour from an empty cup, right? And and it is so true. And it's the other, what's the other one that you hear all the time? On the airplane, right? Do you put your oxygen mask on first before you help anybody else. Because if you don't have anything to give, if you don't take care of yourself, then first, right? Then you have, then you don't have anything to offer anybody else. So it's really important. And I know that that's a struggle for a lot of women as well, not just military spouses, but that we just that it's our nature to take care of other people and to put other people's um, wants and needs in front of our own. And at some point, and I don't even want to say that it's selfish because it's it shouldn't be selfish to take care of ourselves. We have to take care of ourselves. Otherwise, we're not gonna be able to take oh, care of the people around us, right? Okay, so I'm going to give you my my personal top five self-care practices. But I want the caveat for this to be that self-care looks different for everyone, right? So things that that make me happy and that I like might not be the same for you. So 
figure out what makes you happy. What are things that light you up? What are things that fill you up? What are things that you really enjoy doing? Okay. And it might take some trial and error. So if this is like a new concept to you and you're like, you know, I really need to do this. I've been hearing about it, but I really don't know what to do. You know, you might have to play around with it a little bit to see what lights you up and what makes you feel good. Okay. So I'm going to just go into my top five. Number one for me is exercise. And if you know me at all, that is not a surprise. (laughs) I really dove into fitness hard after, um, after my daughters were born and I was trying to get back into shape. And I think for me, it was just a natural progression of my career training animals. And so now instead of training animals, I train people in the gym. So exercise for me is incredibly important. And honestly, if your significant other pays attention to your moods at all, Michael literally says to me, that he can tell when I haven't worked out in a while and he can tell when I have. It's just like the vibe changes. It really does. Here are my favorites. I love walking my dogs. I think it's important for them. It's important for me. I like to be outside um, in nature and sunshine. That's, you know, huge. I love hiking. We love hiking. That's actually one of the things that Michael and I, we try to bring the girls, but sometimes they're just, I'm just going to say it. They're just annoying as hell. So they stay home (laughs) with grandma so that Michael and I could go and enjoy ourselves. But that's something that him and I really like to do together. So that's a big one on our list. And now that we're in Colorado, since we got here in the middle of the summer last year, it was just, it was hot and he wasn't here. He was, he had to stay in Washington, you know, that whole thing. We've already, we've, we've talked about that. If you listen to the show that we were separated for like three and a half, four months. So we are really looking forward to getting some hiking in the summer. And then I love spin. I love cycling. I did join a cycling studio here just because I don't, I have a pretty good gym at my, in my basement with a lot of different equipment, but I don't have a bike and I really would like to get one, but they're spendy. So what I did is I joined a cycling studio and I just go once a week for that. And then I wanted, if you haven't heard about this yet, they're USAA who, you know, a lot of military families use USAA for insurance and everything like that. They have a program that's called active and fit direct. And it's essentially a agreement between different studios. And there's a lot of big brand ones in there. There's um, pure bar. If you're into the, the, that stuff. What is that? That's like the ballet kind of stuff. There's a bunch of different yoga studios. There's a cycle bar. There's a bunch of like big chains that are part of it. And so you pay $40 a month for whatever the agreement is with the particular place. So for me, I joined cycle bar and I pay $40 a month and I get one ride a week. So essentially it means I get, I pay $10 a ride, which is pretty good. That's something to look into. It's very affordable. And a lot of them are will offer, you know, like a gym discount or like a a membership to, and I don't know what the big box ones are, so I don't want to name them. And then the other part of that too is there's home workouts. There are so many home workouts. I was a Beachbody coach for years. They have amazing programs. So there's, there's really no excuse to not exercise, right? And then this is one of my favorite quotes, but exercise releases endorphins, right? Endorphins make you happy. And if you want to quote Elle Woods, happy people don't kill their husbands. Or you can think of it as happy people spread the happy around, right? So there's really no downside to that. Number one was exercise. Number two, meditation. Meditation has been huge for me and I notice a really significant difference mostly in my sleep when I am meditating consistently. Meditating I know can be daunting for a lot of people and seem like it's, you know, not your jam. I can't just sit there, da 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 da. 
I'm going to give you a couple of my favorite apps that I have personally used. The tapping solution, love that. The Chopra app, I really like. Oprah and Deepak Chopra have done a bunch of like series, like manifesting grace through gratitude and like different things like that. And it's like these like 21 day experiences. And so they have a meditation. So the, they kind of talk at the beginning, but they're about 20 minutes each. They kind of talk for like the first half of it. She talks first and then he does kind of set you up for the meditation. And then they give you a mantra to repeat while you're in your, you know, your quiet time, which is about 10 minutes or so. And then they bring you out of it. So that's kind of a really nice way to kind of get yourself into it. So I really like those. They can be spendy, but they often have sales. So, you know, if you really want to do and, and when they release them initially, they'll offer them for free. These are the Oprah and Deepak 21 day experiences that they have. When they initially put them out, they will, it'll be free, but you just have to stay on top of it and do it each day. You can't go back and then they'll offer an opportunity for you to purchase it. But they do often have sales. You can look at that. Another app that I really like is Calm. So if you haven't tried meditation as something that you've been thinking about, I recommend using one of the apps. There's a lot of them. Those are just the ones that I have personally used and liked, but I recommend a guided meditation just because I feel like a lot of people get hung up on the, I can't shut my brain up, which you don't have to. And it's just, they just feel like I I can't just sit there and like not do anything. Like it's just, I just can't do that. So when you have a guided meditation, you're being given cues, you're being given places to direct your thoughts, like check in with your body, different things like that. It just makes it a lot more accessible. I highly recommend that. And then where do you fit it in? For me, I get up before my girls and I do it early in the morning because then I know I'm not going to get interrupted and it's quiet. It's first thing. I like that it kind of starts off my day on the right note because as soon as the girls get up and then it's get breakfast and make lunches and get to school and all of the you know, the crazy of the mornings, it's a nice way to just kind of, you know, ease into the morning a little bit. I wake the girls up at 7.30. I get up at 6.30 so that I have time to do my meditation. And then I like to journal as well. I like to spend about 30 minutes in quiet time for myself in the morning. Okay. Number three, read books or listen to podcasts. If you have not heard that you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with, think about that for a second. Who do you, the five people that you spend the most time with, who are they? Think about it. Okay. So you want to choose wisely. (laughs) Those people are right. And this can be a scary thought. I remember like the first time I heard this, I'm like, that would be my toddler, my two toddlers. That's who I spend the most time with. Those are two of my five people. That's, that's kind of scary. Right. But the thing is, is that, um, you know, and you might say, hey, I'm, I'm overseas or I'm, you know, I'm isolated because we've just moved to this new place and I don't have these people that I can be around. That's where books and podcasts come in because you can find those people and you can bring in their positivity and their inspiration in by listening to it. So then you are spending time, quote unquote, spending time with people that mentors, right? People that are where you want to be or are, you know, have that vibe that you're going for. So I, I, I love podcasts. I love reading. So yes. Okay. That was number three. All right. Number four, find some kind of, I said self-care, but like, do you really like getting your hair done 
and, you know, maybe colored or a massage or pedicures and manicures or me, it's facials. Um, one of those things probably is your jam. I, I don't care about getting my haircut. I literally get my haircut twice a year when my um, hair in a ponytail starts giving me a headache. That's my cue. Time to get a haircut. Pedicures are okay, but, you know, I get, went through the whole, like, toxic stuff and I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. So that, you know, I'm thinking. Facials, though, oh, they are my favorite. I think... They're just my favorite. I love them. I like taking care of my skin. They make me happy. They are expensive. I know they're expensive. So even if it's not something that you can do once a month, I don't even go every month because it's so spendy. Just get something on the calendar, even if it's every other month or every six weeks or something like that, and get something on the calendar so that you have something look to look forward to. When you go and have your appointment, whatever it is for your hair, your nails, or your face, or whatever makes you happy, massage, schedule that next appointment so you have something like that's just, I feel like having that thing to look forward to it, it, number one, it holds you accountable to make sure that you're going to get it done. And then two, it's something nice to, you know, it's something to look forward to. All right. And the last one, number five is ask your spouse for help (laughs) and tell them, tell them with your words, let's use our words, what you want or what you need. This is really this is really important and it's also really freaking hard and I appreciate that. But what I have learned, so Michael and I will be celebrating our 20 year wedding anniversary this summer. So 20 years we've been together and we were together for six before we got married. We've been together a long time. We have had the opportunity to grow. We have grown with each other, which is important. If you're going to stay together, you got to figure out, you got to figure out how stuff works. And this is definitely not something that I was good at when we were newly married, when I was a new military spouse, it was asking for help and just being vocal with what my needs were or my likes or dislikes or desires or whatever. And now I'm much more comfortable sharing with him. Look, I am just, I'm tapped out. The girls have been driving me nuts and I just need a flipping break. I need a break. Go take them somewhere. I want to be in my house and and I want it to be quiet. And that might not, so for me, I don't mind, like I, I like going out places sometimes, but I also don't always want to spend money or walk around because that's kind of tiring too. I want to just be in my house, in my comfort zone, in my comfortable clothes where I like my comfortable couch. You know what I mean? Like I want to be in my space. I just want it to be quiet. So I'm like, please take the girls and go somewhere and go do something for a few hours so that I can have a break. And He's more than happy to do that. I just have to, he doesn't think about it though. That's just, (laughs) I don't know why there's that disconnect for guys where they like, because for me, for the longest time, I was like, it seems so intuitive to me or obvious to me that this is what needs to happen right now. Clearly there's dishes in the sink all over the counter. The dishwasher needs to be empty. This needs to happen and he's sitting on the couch and paying no attention and i'm like what is going on they just don't they just don't see it so we had like we've had multiple conversations about that where i'm like this is the stuff that really drives me crazy this is the stuff that gets under my skin and so he's aware of those things so he can be more helpful in that regard so again you just have to be really open and tell them what you want what you need and what your time for yourself might look like if you've got kids mostly if you have kids because if you you know if you if it's just you and your spouse it's 
it's pretty easy for you to kind of find some alone time or some space for you to for you to be alone. And maybe that might be for you something you spending time together with your spouse, like what maybe there's something that you want to do. You don't like just sitting around the house all the time. You want to actually go and do stuff. So maybe that's the conversation that needs to happen as well. Those are my top five. So exercise was number one. Meditation was number two. Read and podcast was number three. Find some kind of self-care for me. It's facials um, is number four. And number five is ask your spouse for help. So um, some of those don't cost money, but some of them do. So I wanted to give you some ideas. So these are my top five for ideas that don't cost any money. Number one, declutter or organize a space. And so that, that might, you might be like, really? That's self-care? Honestly, it is for me. <laughs> so if you have like a type A personality where for me, clutter makes me crazy. I don't, I don't like stuff piled up everywhere. I like things to be put away. I like organization, which is a challenge when you have children, especially when they're younger. But I really like that order. So for me, being able to have a place that's organized, like if it's gotten out of control, that is soothing to me. <laughs> So it makes me feel better. So that is legit self-care for me. And also, I don't know, and I don't know if this is our military lifestyle or, or part of my personality too. I'm not really sure, but I also love to get rid of stuff like purging. I don't look at this anymore. I don't need, I love to get rid of stuff too. So that is like a legit, like that's a good self-care thing for me too. Okay. Number two, write down a list of things that you are grateful for. So there's no cost to gratitude, right? And practicing gratitude is, it's a game changer. There's so many things that that little change in your mental, mental outlook is there's, there's so many benefits from that. So you can, you can improve your, your mental health and your relationships with other people. And then just think about what you focus on expands, right? Have you heard that before? What you focus on expands. So if you focus on what you're grateful for, that's going to expand, right? So we want to think about the things that we want more of those things that we're grateful for and just living in that gratitude, just feel, it feels good. And it just brings more abundance to you as well. Okay, number three, find a new playlist if you really like music, or if you prefer, you could go to the library and check out a new book. Both of those are free, right? Spotify's got a ton of playlists that you can check out and look for, and then, you know, your library is obviously free if you prefer to be a reader, or if you are a reader. Number four, learn something new. So YouTube, amazing, amazing teacher. It's got some garbage on on there and my daughters watch a lot of it, but there are, you can learn so much. So if there's something that you're like, Hey, I've always wanted to do, I don't know, whatever I've on. Okay. So here's one for me. I've always wanted to learn how to sew on a sewing machine. I'm not sure a YouTube video is going to be the avenue to make that happen, but like something like that, right there. I've always wanted to know how to embroider. I've always wanted to know how to do, I don't know, canning. I don't, whatever your, whatever your passion is, but find a YouTube video and start working on that. Number five is call someone you love. Okay. I don't know about you guys, but my good friends do not live near me. They literally live on opposite coasts. So it can be hard to stay connected, but just make that effort, you know, send a quick text. Hey, I'm thinking about you for whatever reason. Hopefully that will turn into a chat. FaceTime dates are like a hundred percent a thing. So <laughs> video chat your girlfriend and just, you know, have a little session. Um, I actually have a friend that they FaceTime each other and watch a show or a movie together while they're on FaceTime 
which seems kind of weird, but you're, but it's like they're there. It's like they're there, which is kind of cool. So, you know, it doesn't cost any money. Well, I mean your cell phone plan, but you probably already have that. So that's a really great thing to do too. All right. Five, my top five, I gave you my top five. And I also gave you as a bonus five that don't cost any money. So let me know what your favorite self-care thing is to do. I'd be curious to hear. And then also wrapping up month. Okay. So the month of May is military appreciation month and it kind of culminates at the end of the month with Memorial Day. So look for, there's a lot of businesses that are offering discounts, especially closer towards Memorial Day, but most restaurants and big chains like Lowe's and Home Depot, they offer discounts year rounds like 10% or something like that. But a lot of smaller businesses and restaurants offer discounts, especially as you get into Memorial Day weekend, check those out. And then I found a, a website that lists a lot of the discounts that are offered and I will link that in the show notes that you guys can check it out. That's it. That's all I got for you guys today. I hope you have a beautiful spouse appreciation day. I appreciate you. You are amazing. You're holding down the fort and what you do is incredibly important. And for all the mamas out there, happy Mother's Day. I hope you have a beautiful day and I hope you do. You spend it in a way that makes you happy. Oh, I want to share this real quick. There's a, uh, another mom in the PTA, and I hadn't thought about this before, but she, her thing for Mother's Day is she goes away for the weekend. She goes and she gets a hotel for Saturday and for Sunday, and she, the kids stay at home with her husband, and she goes and she can do whatever she wants. She can watch what she wants on TV. She can sleep however late she wants. She can go eat whatever she wants to eat and do whatever she wants to do. And I was like, man, that is just brilliant. So there's an idea if that's something that you want to do down the line. All right, until next time. Thank you so much for checking out today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love and appreciate if you would leave a rating and a review. If you know of someone that you think would be helped by this podcast, I would love for you to share it in your community so we can get as many male spouses in here as possible. I would love to hear any ideas or guests or topics that you would like to have on the show. Please feel free to email me at the podcast at gmail.com. If you're looking for more connection, join us in our Facebook group, which is The Mill Spouse Podcast on Facebook.